beat me. Bully but things my weakness. Negative thoughts and ungear out. I play with like a sickness. Now the youth, them have a hit list. Funny restall and most business. Helicopters are circle around the area like a frisbee. Unsolved mystery, my dog can't find picnic. Message in the music is the only way to fix it. I said words. Sound power lift your hand up if you're with me. Now go make them trick quick out, but now repeat the history. I said words. I'm Tresan from The Human Rights, and you're listening to Tracks from Abroad with my man Jesse, yeah, on CIUT 89.5 FM. Tracks from Abroad. Tracks from Abroad. Tracks from Abroad. Tracks from Abroad. Booyakasha, check this out, yo. Hello and welcome to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Jesse McDougal, and I'm so excited to be here with you to present this show, our 42nd episode on Jamaica. Toronto is so heavily influenced by Jamaica. You can see it in the music, the food, the culture of this city, and we have two great interviews to bring to you today all about Jamaica. Our first interview is Elena. She's a U of T student and engineer. She's big into fashion, sustainable fashion. She also is a world-class, I'd say, badminton player. You're going to hear from her. Another interview I am so excited for is Fat Al. Fat Al is a comedian, musician, MC, and artist, 
and he's a second city main stage performer at their improv show. So you'll see him up there on stage six days a week. This guy can really do it all artistically. And we're going to hear from Fat Al. He's got an amazing view, actually, of New York City hip hop coming up and then spreading to Toronto. He was right there. He was, you know, he's sort of a, a, a first hand source. And you will hear a lot of great stories about that. So stay tuned on Tracks from Abroad for those interviews. Stay tuned for the Jamaican music. All right. Follow us on TFA.radio on Instagram if you want to stay tuned. We are doing shows on Colombia, Granada, and the Barbados. Three separate shows all coming up soon. And if you're a student listening, I'd love to get some shows more from Asia, more from Northern Europe, and even an indigenous show here from Canada. So please send us a message at TFA.radio on Instagram. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here is our first interview with Elena on Tracks from Abroad. Today we have Elena. Elena, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So my first question is that I've seen that you play badminton. And in particular, you traveled all the way to Singapore to play the sport. And I wonder if you could tell me about that trip. Oh, yeah, sure thing. So I went to China back in 2018 for the summer, um, just to, just for training, hmm. really. Um, we had an initiative partnered with um, the government of China to just develop different sports in the island. So badminton happened to be one of the sports that they chose to help us work on. Mm. So I spent two months there just training and developing my skill. Prior to that, I would travel to countries like Australia. I went to the Commonwealth Games that same year. Um, I've been to other countries um, in the Caribbean as well, just playing the sport here and there um, Mm. in US and Canada. So yeah, I was just really traveling since I was about the age of 10 playing that sport. Um, I'd say I'm retired now, but it was a <laughs> <Nice>. really fulfilling <laughs> time. Yeah, really fulfilling time leading up to university playing that sport for Jamaica. Being able to travel for a sport, something I've not exactly done, and definitely not going all the way to Singapore. That's very impressive that that you were able to do that. Um, but Jamaica is is really known in particular, I think, for track and field. And you say Usain Bolt, correct? Is Jamaican? Yeah, yeah. Track and field definitely would be the most popular sport. Just um, because like we do so well at it, right? Like as you know, like over the years we've consistently been holding the world records for the 100 meter, 200 meter, and just for like male and female, right? So we've been holding the records in those categories, even in field sports, other track sport um, categories, um, relay. Like we've been holding those records for decades on end, right? Every Olympics, we're the ones taking those gold medals. So. Over the years, of course, he goes to the international stage. And so we gather at the national stadium to watch Bolt, to watch Dylan Fraser Price, to watch all of these athletes run mm-hmm. whenever there's like trials because you have to try out, even though they're so great and we know he's going to make it anyway. There's like still these national trials that are held that you can buy tickets to go see and it's always packed. It's always this big celebration and everyone has a good time, even though we, you know, you more or less know the outcome, but, um, you know, it's always great just going. And then when you see that wild card person who actually comes out on top, sometimes you're like, oh, wow, like there's someone new coming to the to the track. Right. And yeah, like I'd say that our athletes are very humble people. You can run into someone like Usain Bolt. You can run to someone like Shelly and Fraser Price in Jamaica, mm. um, you know, just right time, right place. And they're always happy to 
to you know just talk to people and they're like very connected with their communities still like I see how they give back to their communities they're always present in their communities so I would say that if you grew up with them you're probably still in touch with them um personally I wouldn't say I know any of them I've met athletes because I went to the Commonwealth Games and I can say that they were all so pleasant I've met Shelly and I've met Elaine uh very very wonderful people I've met Johan Blake these guys are just wonderful people and it's just great to you know just see how despite um, you know, how far they've made it, how humble they are, and like, yeah. how they stick to their roots of Jamaica. All right, well, we're going to take a music break here on Tracks from Abroad. Today, we're going to play the music, the sounds, the stories of Jamaica. Stay with us. From me looking at my face, you see a de la vegan. Well, I said, come Max and Glazer and Chief Federation. Strictly roots and culture play for nice station. Yo, yeah, yeah, me letting all you, them and all the money promoter. We are doing this to the dance, done, I'm ready. Spain town original. And my neighbors drink out of a Spanish town hospital. To me, mumma name, Nana, Spanish town original. And my papa name, Kaneka, Spanish town original. And my granny name, Peggy, Spanish town original. Them colors, the caca, she don't. Normal. Fee a grandson, chronics at a field marshal. If I dance at school, we are the principal. And now we are the real microphone officials. Give them a new style. A spurling in a me goodies, I'm a well physical. Well, I'm offering Papa Granics microphone official. Me read me Bible every day, I'm a summer well biblical. I meditate in the morning, summer well spiritual. I said original chronics representing from prison over. Live and die. I grew up in a place called De La Vega, De La Vega. Spanish town rocking, over prison, over. Yeah. I grew up in a place called Ensign City, Spanish town grooving, everybody dances. Yes, I grew up. Him day upon the scene, vice ring out like a siren. Bring your little picnic and my lyrics, them clean. No cigarette, no day, I just strictly the green. No send alcohol, no day, I just strictly spurling. I'm a offer, bring my woman, cause a royal redeem. Remember, said the king of kings, done crown with the queen. Oh, me fell left my woman and I sprawl with machine. And me can't dance with no M16. Can't wind me good deep on the all 14. And I'm offering Papa Granics and the Royal Redeem. Come, push up your hand them and the Royal Redeem. Come, hug up your woman and the Royal Redeem. Well, I'm offering Max Gazer and the Royal Redeem. And I'm the one Kenny Museum and the Royal Redeem. Well, I'm the whole Federation and the Royal Redeem. And the whole of Brooklyn and the Royal Redeem. Spanish town, well, I'm 
C-I-U-T, the sound of your city. Now, to take a different turn, uh, to talk about religion, I see that um, you're very uh, avid about posting on social media about going to religious ceremonies and things like that. But I also noticed it seems that music is very important to religion in Jamaica. What is that like? What is worship like with music? Yeah, so <laughs> Jamaicans love music. It is definitely the core to our culture. Um, so I'm Christian, um, you know, I'm very open about that. I'm always spreading the word. Mm -hmm. um, and so gospel music is very important to us. But in Jamaica, you can find different like flavors, I guess, of Christian music. So you could have um, a Christian song, but it's like it's it's reggae, right? Like the beat is different. Wow. You could hear gospel music. You could hear something that's more of a ballad. But so like we're all over the place when it comes to music. But um, Jamaica, I'd say, is a Christian nation. Um, you know, most of our laws are based on Christianity. Um, you can find, I would say, Jamaica. I'm not. Don't take me as fact here, but I'm gonna say Jamaica probably has the most churches per kilometer anywhere in the world. Mm. Like as tiny as it is, any corner you go, any street you turn on, you're gonna find a church. You're gonna hear some gospel music. Gospel music is always playing on our radios. Um, in our schools, we most of the schools in Jamaica, you have devotion every morning. I'd say they're probably, you can count in your hand how many schools don't have devotion every single morning. So, um, yeah, Jamaica, like, just singing is something that you brought up in. Everyone sings because you go to church every Sunday, everyone sings. And so, um, yeah, music to the core, it's it's like definitely how people worship in Jamaica. It's that's a primary form, just communicating um, to God through music. Interesting. And I can imagine, you know, if I did go to, to worship, to hear just somebody just talking, versus hear somebody singing, I would be much more motivated to to listen and to participate if there is actual music. Um, when I So I'm American, and when I think of American evangelism, that takes an interesting and pretty conservative turn. Um, how does it, how is that represented in Jamaica? You're saying the laws are sort of intertwined with Christian Christianity. Um, is it more conservative in Jamaica, or are there progressive strands? How does that look? Um, I'd say they're a mixture of both. Um, right now, I'd say still primarily very conservative, just um, just how their culture, how our culture is. Um, you know, just um, you know, our values, our morals—they're very intertwined with Christianity. I'd say as a nation, um, you are going to find um, people being more progressive, more open as it relates to you know just how the Western world is. Um, you're going to see a little bit of that over the years, like start to unravel. But I'd say at the core. I'd say majority of the nation is still very in touch with our faith and we, we live our lives based on that. Um, yeah, I'd say that. Sure. As I said, like in nurse schools, we that's what you're taught. Um, we're brought up in faith. And so primarily your morals and your values and just your way of life is going to be representative of that faith. And it's a relatively young country, right? It's 60 years out from independence. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. So was there there was a maybe a lot of celebration for that milestone? Did, does that, yeah, is that important yeah. to you? Oh yeah, of course. Um, I remember the fiftieth celebration really well. Um, okay. That was a really big one. <laughs> um, the sixtieth, I wasn't in Jamaica, so I wasn't. I, I didn't really see it like firsthand, but I could tell like just tuning in from social media that it was really a big celebration. Everyone was, you know, very happy about that milestone and just how much how far we've come as a nation since then. Mm -hmm. um, since even 50 to 60. So yeah, it was great just seeing from the outside, I guess, looking in just um, how happy everyone was and like how in touch everyone still is with, you know, our roots, you know, coming up from then. Tracks from abroad. Tracks from abroad. Tracks from abroad. Tracks from abroad.
This is your host, Jesse McDougal. You have got to keep it locked on Tracks from Abroad. We're going to keep it rolling all about Jamaica. It's been crazy lately. I've been in my fields. Got me rearranging all of my plans, all my dreams. It'll be invigorating anytime you be around. Same time, it'll be frustrating when I see you. supposed to feel when you're that close I mean just can't reveal for me emotions I mean just want to see and do the most to you ah, ah, ah. I mean supposed to feel when you're that close I mean just can't reveal for me emotions I mean just want to see and do the most to you and girl me why you feel the same so but why you feel the same so girl I want you feel the same so I want you feel the same, so Girl, I want you feel the same, so I want you feel the same, so Girl, I want you feel the same, so I want you feel the same, so Same, so Same I've been contemplating What all of this means It's not that I'm complaining But circumstances be real And I know you see these changes yeah, around and around we go Doesn't it just feel amazing When I got you up in my zone You're like my favorite painting One I would never sell Just have you up in my room And keep you all to myself I'm supposed to feel when you're that close I mean just can't reveal for me emotions I mean just want to see and do the most to you ah, I'm supposed to feel when you're that close I mean, just can't reveal for me emotions I'm gonna want to see and do the most to you I said, I want you feel the same, so I want you feel the same, so Girl, I want you feel the same, so I want you feel the same, so Girl, I want you feel the same, so I want you feel the same, so Girl, I want you feel the same, so I want you feel the same, so Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad. Today, we are talking all about the country of Jamaica with Elena. Now, this is a question that I'm very excited to ask, which is about your interest in fashion. So, just modest, I think, is... is um, How would you describe it? Because I've, I've only seen pictures. What is this? Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, this would be my um, fashion blog. Um, so, I just love dressing up and like um, just expressing myself through clothes. Um, I started Just Modest back in January, like that page, um, because I was going to focus on modest fashion because as a woman of faith, like I think it's very difficult sometimes to find fashion that, you mm -hmm. know, is modest, but at the same time you feel confident in your clothes. Now in my interest in fashion, I'm actually 
not so much focused on like just modest as like a page but i'm definitely gonna go back on that soon mm-hmm. but i'm actually um we're going into like sustainable fashion and like i have a startup around that which i won't talk about too much right now but you'll see more on that soon if you ever search me up but um yeah, yeah so like just my interest in fashion is just around modest fashion around sustainable fashion just around like people expressing themselves confidently through fashion and like what they want to wear now the idea of modest fashion is pretty unknown to me um here i am yeah i basically wear the same thing either you know i'm a guy i wear t-shirts and stuff so where is the line between modest fashion how do you define that that's a tricky one um because again it always comes down to what we say it's like um in Christianity, that modesty is like the posture of the heart, right? So like, what is your intention when you wear these clothes mm. um, is also like a, a bit of it. Um, so I try not to put it into a box too much, but like generally speaking, you know, just like how much you cover up, you know, is, right. like, is another thing with, with, with modesty, right? And then it varies based on like, if you were a different religion, maybe like your version of modesty is like different than mine, right? Because um, different um, faiths have different, um, I guess... Uh, descriptions or or in in their word of like what modesty should be but for me it's just like dressing in a way that you'd be honoring god is like just what i use as a base definition so like you know like would you be comfortable wearing this and like god would show up today like are you confident in this outfit like are you feeling okay it's like <laughs> kind of like my base mark right so it's not oh, like saying yeah. oh you have to wear this of this lens you have to cover this like i don't like try to say stuff like that because again it comes down to an individual and like your comfort and I you know I don't like dictating to people what you wear and like I don't think anyone should be it's just you know just think about that for yourself pray about it if you have to and then yeah like see like are you confident in this outfit like are you <laughs> do you feel like yeah, yeah. This if is I, good? If like, I was wearing anyone my, walk up you're good if I was wearing my CIUT 35th anniversary on the FM dial shirt I would be totally confident to uh to chat <laughs> with God but anyway thank you very much Elena for coming on the show I wish you uh, a smooth start to your final year as an engineer how exciting very exciting thank you so much and I wish you the best too in your final year Vanna in a dance style. My love you like manga. Better you give me some loving. See how far we can go. Imagine it be nice and something. But say me love you like manga. Better you give me some loving. See how far we can go. Imagine it be nice and something. Of your time. Look at me closely, coming on, tell you no lie. Won't compete with no other. Where you feel like men and try. Such a sweetie skin, clean, well meant to clear up your signals. Me love you like manga. Better you give me some loving. See how far we can go. Imagine it be nice and something. Me say me love you like mango. I better you give me some loving. See how far we can go. Imagine it be nice and something. Should I meet you first? Cause the rest of them did have a waste man vibes. Can't believe how you're patient, intelligent, and kind. Quick suggestion, meet me at the clock, halfway three, stop light. 
Make we jump on a bus down a town, me will show you my side. Me love you like manga, sure. I bet you give me some loving. See how far we can go. Imagine it be nice and something. Me say me love you like manga. I bet you give me some loving. See how far we can go. Imagine it be nice. Feeling alright, honey. I just want to say you mess with my man, but in the best way. Listening to Tracks from Abroad, and my name is Jesse McDougall. A big thank you goes out to Elena for coming on the show. She's a UFT student and an engineer starting her fourth year, as am I, at the University of Toronto. And uh, she just has all of these students have amazing perspectives on the world, and I'm so glad to be able to talk with them and ask questions every single week. And if you have a question or you have a country that you want to suggest, please do. Either send me an email at tracksfromabroad at ciut.fm or just head to tfa.radio on Instagram. We have just passed 200 followers. This thing is big. Okay, let's get into our next interview. This is Fat Al. Fat Al is an incredible improvisational artist from from rapping to being an MC to doing improv comedy. He is a main stage performer at the Second City. Six days out of the week, this guy is grinding on the comedy. He's been a musician. He's done it all. Hear my interview right now on Tracks From Abroad. This is Fat Al. Hello. What's up, y'all? <laughs> We're glad to have you. And uh, I've been learning a little bit about your background doing improv, doing music, and freestyle rap. But the real way that I heard about you is through this Brown Men Jazz Show. Can you tell me about that? This is going to be a 15-piece Latin jazz orchestra uh, led by Brown Men. Brown Men is, uh, is a trumpet player from Toronto here. And yeah, this is one of those gigs that uh, doesn't happen often, but when it happens, it's it's pretty amazing to behold mm-hmm. uh brown has been here doing uh like just really crushing the jazz scene for a couple decades now uh both here and in new york and internationally uh at this point that's so exciting and as i research because i try to research everybody before i talk to them and as i research you it's i almost thought i was looking at multiple people because there's just so many things that you do it's seriously astounding on this show you're listed as a freestyle rapper i think what does that mean exactly? Yeah, 
it's funny because all of these uh these things that uh, you may see like oh an improviser an actor uh you know a writer director rapper uh they all come from the same kind of creative uh space of telling stories mm-hmm. and um it really begins with freestyling um for me and freestyling literally just means uh doing a rhyme without a script right okay. without lyrics uh, but the lyrics come to me from the environment from what's happening around me and i just use that as a basis so likewise when i do comedy um it usually comes from improv improvising mm-hmm. uh which is you know doing a, a sketch uh without a script <laughs> right so taking what's uh, around me and using that as the inspiration kind of thing so they all kind of come full circle and meet each other and then obviously from your experiences awesome and we're going to get into comedy soon, but I also want to ask you about your ties to Jamaica. Tell us about that. My parents are from Jamaica, and uh, when I was uh, younger, we would go quite often uh, uh, to Jamaica. The interesting thing is that in Toronto, we have this really strong Caribbean uh, and African diaspora. And um, growing up here, it was really cool to be surrounded by so many people who were children of uh, immigrants from different islands and uh, different places around the world. And Jamaica is this very small, small island in the Caribbean, but very powerful, <laughs> a very powerful uh, legacy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would say from Jamaica, I say thank God for Bob Marley, because uh, once that man put Jamaica on the map, uh, you know, it, it hasn't stopped since then. So, We've um, uh, we got a very a very uh, strong um, culture that that comes from Jamaica. So even though I was born in Canada, uh, I still claim Jamaica because it's such a powerful influence over um, how I grew up. A mm-hmm. lot of the ways uh, that I that I learned to to view the world, and then going back uh, home, as we call it, going back to Jamaica, um, was always interesting for me because. I felt like a person in two from two different worlds at the same time, uh, being born in Canada, but then going uh, to Jamaica and being like, this is my roots. This is where, you know, uh, my people come from. <laughs> uh, it's quite amazing to have this really powerful um, uh, way of like communicating and being uh, in a different place in the world and not being physically born there. But when you go there, uh, they were saying, yeah, you know, you never banya, but you're depanya, right? So it's uh, it's not where you're born; it's where you're where you're from, essentially. You can feel that energy. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of which, we are going to take a music break here and play the track "Where I'm From." Aptly, uh, this is a track by the Jamaican singer Coffee, right here on Tracks from Abroad. Okay, what you think about that? No way. Could that be that? Yeah, tell them sick 
fear the archangel, yeah. When you look around, man, I can't save you. And them can't be a soldier, talk for yourself. Back to tracks from abroad. My name is Jesse McDougal, and we are talking with the Second City comedian and MC freestyle rapper Fat Al. Fat Al, tell me about your musical origins, and uh, was was music around in your family as you were growing up? Yeah, I, I mean, my mom she wasn't a musician, but she's very musical and uh, just surrounded by music, jazz, funk, uh, reggae, uh, old school reggae, rockers music. But my mother was also very like progressive with uh with reggae, and so growing up, uh, I'd listen to like rockers music, which is a kind of like old, if you were to say like sixties, fifties kind of, uh, reggae music, uh, all the way up to like dancehall music, which was very current, and like dancehall was the foundation of a lot of hip hop in Jamaica. We'd be playing music, and then somebody would grab a microphone. Yeah. And then tell my friends like get on get on the mic while I'm spinning this the especially the it's called the break right the the good part of the beat yeah been two records back to back just keep that yeah. break going yeah and then have somebody come on and be like yeah 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 party people in the place it's so cool everybody in your face swim in the pool jump up jump up jump up and down everybody get the cool work DJ sound so you just kind of come on and essentially he taught the uh the, his friends in new york how to yeah. chat 
so it's this weird uh, connection to to reggae music in Jamaica because DJ Cool Herc being uh, from Jamaica brought that tradition of uh, the sound uh, the sound system to New York. You know, they put that New York spin on it the way that they would do it, and it was great. And being in in Toronto, we didn't necessarily have it um, available to us as much. Mm. But the mo- moment I I heard rap music, it was like a light bulb just went off yeah. in my head because it sounded like what I grew up with with the uh, the dance hall and such. Yeah, you reminded me of two things. Number one, I'm a big MF Doom fan, and I just thought of this song, "Rhymes Like Dimes," and at the end of the track. I think you have DJ Stretch, like Stretch and Bobito. I forget who it is, but he's saying like, And I get lost, yes, 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 y'all. Don't stop, keep on, to the reggaeton, say what? So that sounds like the chatting that you're talking about. So you were growing up in that era, but here in Toronto rather than in New York. Well, the funny thing was, again, the thing with Jamaica is around the 50s, 60s, uh, a lot of um, immigration started happening out uh to uk uh to canada and to the states so i would go to new york every summer mm-hmm. and hang out with my cousins in new york but it was just this again the melting the american melting pot was very real we'd be you know living uh in brooklyn for the summer uh i would go there experience this like thing that was developing called hip-hop that came from uh the jamaican dance hall uh scene kind of thing come back to toronto tell my friends like Hey, have you, you know, I was uh, dancing to hip hop and break yeah. dancing and stuff. And they'd be like, what's that? And then it finally started hitting around the world. And I was like, oh, this is the thing you were talking about. Yeah. You went to New York. Like, yeah, yeah. So it was a very interesting time because uh, the development of this kind of new scene that was happening um, uh, in the 80s into the 90s and such was amazing. And to be in Toronto uh, at that time was incredible because we were literally forming a very brand new scene and a way of like expressing this music. And there was Mishy Me, for example, yes. from Toronto. Yeah, uh, you you hear that mashup of hip hop and reggae, right? Uh, Jamaican funk, Canadian style. So when we were doing it, we didn't have a blueprint. It was like, oh, this is very similar to, to the chatting right so it's it all kind of has a synergy together and as we're talking about that migration of early hip-hop from new york to toronto as i was reading um about your work i think with the band is it called god made me funky with that group yeah so you guys you guys had you mentioned mishy me but you had mishy me maestro thrust on a 2007 2008 album but those guys are all classic Toronto hip hop figures. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I was living in LA, came back, I joined God Made Me Funky, which was uh, an eight piece uh, funk band. Uh, at the time, there wasn't a, really a blueprint for that. The only other band that I knew of like that was The Roots. So it was cool to come and work, work in that medium of like, here's a live band, I'm rapping in that. And then we just started to put out records. I, I, I wrote, uh, pretty much all of the the lyrics and melodies for all of the, the records. And so I would just be keep pulling in people that I knew from the hip-hop scene. And one of the tracks that I, that we did was uh, Down With The Kings, which had Mishy Me and Maestro on it. And I think it may be one of, I think it may be the only track hmm. that actually has Mishy Me and Maestro on it. it also has yeah. N.I. Gel. 
Well, that's very convenient because I have that track queued up right now. Here is Down With The Kings on Tracks From Abroad. We don't have a lot of money and we running out of time. We was trying to make some dollars, but we only got a dime. Do I have to be a hoodlum and turn to a life of crime? For my people in this rhyme, trying to find yeah, a piece yeah, of mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since the Rock City crew made you skip to they loom, ain't nothing new. Till the new funk crew go through, show you and show and prove. Like young MCs, you're gonna bust the maneuver. Better, way better, yo, whatever. Educate, dominate, any endeavor. Old school era, new school terror, blues. Crews and fools can't walk with us. Spit hot till the mic can bust. Hip hop hits till you dull the rust. Rock and roll till they get adult to rust. The adult in us. Cold crave, cold crush. Hush, here it comes. Hip-hop music is back in effect Correct my check Let's catch rack New funk music is back 
Supported Community Radio, CIUT 89.5 FM. We're talking a little bit about music. I want to get into your comedy background. Tell me about your comedic beginnings. You know, when you're with other musicians and you're playing a gig and such, you're just cracking people up, right? Just having uh, fun. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, growing up, you play the dozens, right? Like we just kind of crack on people and we all try to like, it's basically making fun of each other, but in a, in a, you know, familial way <laughs> type of thing is the best way to yeah. way, best way to describe it, right? And so, yeah, growing up, you know, watching um, Saturday Night Live as a kid and seeing this other, like, older kid essentially be be on Saturday Night Live, crushing it because you know when Eddie Murphy was on Saturday Night Live, I think it was nineteen or twenty when he first started. Yeah. So we all like migrated on Saturdays. We watched, you know, all those kids would stay up late watch Saturday Night Live and then go to the church <laughs> on Sunday, our parents. Would, and so we were, as we were going to church, we'd go on a church bus and everybody would be talking about, did you see yeah. Saturday Night Live? Nice. Murphy did. So basically we're, we were we were watching like a really funny older kid who just made it and was mm -hmm. just like crushing it type of thing. And so uh, Eddie Murphy was great. And also the you'll see the mix there of like this talent of being able to sing, of being able to, you know, do comedy, uh, be broad and, and and also like act like so we had this staple, which was wonderful for us growing up to say, you know, we can aspire to, you know, be artistic and it could work for us type of thing. Then we also uh, had and from Canada, um, SCTV, which was great. Right. Um, and, and I didn't know at the time watching it as a kid. It, well, it stood for uh, Second City TV. I didn't know what that was. As I was, you know, out on tour one time, uh, one of my bandmates was like, "You're really funny. You should go to Second City." Right. And I was like, "I don't know what that is." And I was like, "It's like you go there and you do stand-up comedy." After that person had told me that, I heard from a, a new a bunch of other people, "Go to Second City. Go to Second City." I didn't know what that was. I just knew SCTV. So I knew it was downtown. <laughs> I knew they had a, a school downtown. So. I would drive by there, going to gigs and such. And then one day I just was like, I'm going to stop in and just see what this is. So I stopped in and I said, uh, what do you do here? And they said, you know, we're an improv, uh, improvising uh, comedy school. And I was like, uh, cool, cool. And they said, do you want to sign up for a class? I said, yeah, I'll, I'll sign up for a class. Went into that first class and uh, improvising is, again, um, performing without a script, right? And what that really, really means is coming in and bringing reality into uh, a scene. And then we have this familiarity with it. And where we laugh from is a familiarity, right? So the shared experience that you bring without a script to, to the stage that people say, oh, I see myself in that experience or somebody I know, or, oh my goodness, I, uh, I don't know how I would react in that experience, right? Mm -hmm. It was interesting because after that first class, I walked out and I was like, oh, so this is basically freestyling, but with comedy. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. This is what I'm supposed to do, right? So uh, it was a very interesting uh, doing music, going into Second City, and it was like another form of music for me uh, because it was in the same vein and went through um, uh, their level ADE, 
uh, classes and then just kept going. And now I get to perform it, you know, uh, eight times a week at uh, Second City Main Stage in Toronto. Wow. Which is, still blows my mind that like, you know, I'm uh, I'm up on that stage that, you know, uh, Dan Aykroyd, uh, yeah. Bill Murray, Gobert, uh, who's also um, uh, runs, basically runs Second City now. Really amazing for me to perform there and also teach there and and kind of like mm. uh, impart that wisdom and such. So it's, it's real dope. It's real dope. Well, um, it sounds like Second City did a lot for you. And uh, on their page, they had some links and just a little like a bio about you. So a few clicks later, I get to a video and the video is always fresh never frozen that's the way we do it at wendy's are you the voice of wendy's canada so i've i've been the voice of quite a few <laughs> products in in uh in, in canada here which uh, that blows my mind also yeah uh, I, was, I was the voice of rice krispie squares um i was the voice of wendy's canada for several years um i'm currently the voice of Ego waffles Okay, we're here today with Fat Al is uh, doing a little voiceover for uh, Ego, and uh, yeah, I thought I'd just videotape it. The Amp Your Ego contest is back with new ways to win. You can create and enter your Ego waffle at ego.ca. If it gets enough votes, it could be in our next commercial. Last year, Allie won. This year, it could be you. Ask your parents before going online. Yeah, how, how do you like your Ego waffles? That's me. Um. You, don't you don't turn up the Jamaican uh, Creole Patois for those commercials. You <laughs> you know what? I was the voice of Red Stripe for for a ah, little bit, and yeah. it's interesting uh, how how I got that because they put out the um the audition call that they needed a person who could speak Jamaican, mm. and um, I'm fortunate that in my in my house my parents uh we all, we just spoke Jamaican and they didn't really discourage it. Yeah, I went for this Red Stripe commercial, and they they're like, "Can you speak Patois?" And I was like, "Yeah, mm. man, give me the commercial." And I read the, read for the audition. I was like. Red stripe tastes good. Anytime it's been drink a red stripe, mm, a lot of tastes delicious, right? So I get the uh, audition. They're like, oh, fat out. Great. You can do it. Yeah. Go in. By the time uh, the people from corporate and uh, Mississauga were done with me, it was red stripe tastes really good. Anytime <laughs> you drink a red stripe, it's delicious. And I was yeah. like, okay, <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's uh, like, that's like my dad's favorite beer. And he grew up in, uh, well, he actually grew up in Montreal, but we live in Ver small town Vermont. So anyway, your marketing has hit us all the way. Uh, across <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, very, very, you know, it's it's uh, it's incredible how um, influential uh, the Caribbean uh, has been on culture across yeah. the world. Yeah, let's bring it back. Let's try to wrap up here. I would like to know any Canadian artists that are maybe similar to you that are making music that's influenced by the Caribbean. I'm I'm going to I'm going to do a throwback here and uh big up the Queen Mishimi. Uh she's still out here just crushing music. Uh we were in a a band called Ragadeth together which was uh, uh a hybrid kind of rock hip hop reggae band that I was fortunate enough to be in with her and it was groundbreaking at the time. You know, so Mishy is still out here. Big up Mishy me every single time. Fat Al, thank you so much for coming on Tracks from Abroad. Thanks for coming on the show and talking about Jamaica. Thank you. Recording, feeling deported. I bought it. I couldn't afford it. Everything is 
distorted, ideas aborted. I'm tired of watching TV crime for no reason. I'm still here and every year I'm leaving. It's like I'm coming from my Colin Rickers crew. Jones and Jones at home. I'm on my ITAS. I do. Body attitude until I pass it on flinch. Swag news. Toronto rapping like I'm back on Finch. Internationally known, I call Canada home. There's a lot going on around here. Every year you gon' hear a little something to fear with ideas. These youths ain't looking for jobs, they looking careers. And they pop with that hungry in them. Stars, but they can't get them. Diary of a good girl, gone bad, don't forget them. And every opportunity, I'm back in my community. Spreading love and unity sound, no more letting us down. The deepest, the love and the sweetness, the music, the weakness. Nobody do it better. We kill a sound together. Sanchez to Mary J. Look what the love made. You know how friends get at me? They talked about dude and all the nice things their husbands and baby daddies do. I didn't expect it. I gotta respect it. My life shows. And every single mother knows how this story goes. Better no babysitter while I'm taking my time. I don't trust these hoes. I trust these rhymes. My sunshine, he's the only reason I know how to act. All these lunches I pack, I taught him so much, he told me back. And you the boss of your biz, it's not your loss, it's his. I'm glad you had uncle to see, how not to be a deadbeat. Single mother, solo rapper. So when you say you love me, it's the only thing that matters. listening to tracks from abroad and that song was made it by mishy me straight out of toronto 
we've just got some amazing artists here, and I want to say thank you again to Fat Al for coming on the show. Fat Al even gave myself and my girlfriend tickets to his second city performance, which we went to a couple weeks back. It is really funny. Uh, he plays in one scene a Jamaican grandmother who's disappointed at her daughter for for not caring about her, not spending time with her. Instead, she's going out and partying with her uh, with her significant other. It's really funny. This guy is uh, one of a kind. And let's not forget Elena for coming on the show. Thank you, Elena. The UFT students who come on this show really make it uh, the heart and soul, as I've always said. As I wrap up the show on Jamaica, I got to say Tracks from Abroad is going strong. You can follow us on tfa.radio to keep up with the show, to see where we've been, where we're going next. You can please send me a message. Tell me what you think about this show on Jamaica or suggest any other country you'd like us to do. In the meantime, I am going all around the UFT campus putting up dozens of posters trying to reach out to the most students possible to keep this thing going. One day I'm going to graduate, but I want it to continue. I want all of the amazing UFT students to tell their stories. This last song is appropriately called Radio by Jazz Elise, Jamaican artist, suggested at the top of the show by Elena. Thank you very much for listening one last time, and we will see you right here next week on Tracks from Abroad. Protecting our privacy Turn me on like radio Show me love like never before Want it in my life, you know I know when me give you my love, you bet you never left my side. Hands palm away, stick in my eyes, me in my prime. Real, real girl, I want a fierce man vibe. Me and no housewife, or no chick on the side. Cheer man, I know my style, make me show you a vibe. I promise that my heart is yours if you try. Warm it up, cause it cold like ice. I can leave you mesmerized, make you lose all your mind. Hey, turn me on like radio. Show me love like never before. Just forgive something. Yeah. Mm. We could love and love and better than none, yeah. But I could feel just forgive something, yeah. We could love and love and better than none, yeah. CIUT, the sound, the sound, the sound of your city. Show me love like never before. Want it in my life, you know.